0: Are we sure? I was uh, positive.
1: I was ready last thought.
0: <laughs> Brought to you by some guys on the internet.
1: This is Getting Tabled. With your hosts, Jason the Bruce. You guy! George the yang
2: I hope you're all entertained by my inaptitude.
1: Jason, a.k.a. Madger Socks.
0: We've been doing this and talking about various stuff. One of the stuff. Now sit back, relax, and get tabled.
2: Hello, future people, and welcome to this episode of Getting Tabled. With your host, he locks himself out of his apartment, the Bruce.
1: Uh, it's not my fault that I forgot how doors work. I mean, it is my fault, but we'll just skip over that. It's clearly it's clearly the fault of the man that does as he's told because he's a property of the people. Major sir.
0: Yep, that's me. And then there's George above me who can't remember to push the record button. We gotta start over.
1: <laughs> you can't prove it.
0: <laughs>
2: There's no proof. Apart from the fact that you just admitted it. There's still no proof.
0: Oh, well. How are we doing, folks? We're back together. I I did not have relations with that
1: woman. That's not going to help you either. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so yeah, back at it. Not just me talking to myself this time. We are all back together. And we are going to jump straight into the news. This news. New or noteworthy information, especially about door events.
2: So today from Games Workshop, we're talking about the Norse team from Blood Bowl because I wasn't here last week to talk about squats. Uh, But this team, holy cow, does it look good.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about squats very quickly before we go into this? No,
2: no. no, You you probably talked to yourself about it on end, and so... It's all good. I I I was in the car. I was just like, oh, Bruce is going to talk about the Swancon. Oh,
1: I, I only have one question: Are you excited for them or not?
2: Um, let's see. Uh, I have a Fire Slayer army. I want to do a Calderon Overlord army. I have a Dwarf army. Um, I think that's a yes. I have a dwarf uh, blood bull army. Um, do I have anything else that is a Dwarf?
1: So what you're t- what you're telling us is that you have that many dwarves that you're tired of them and you don't want squats. We so yes, I-,
2: I need I need all the space dwarf.
1: Yeah, no, I- uh, I'm I- I'm definitely excited for the squats. Uh, definitely, um, my prediction is, and I know that we said this in chat, and I said it last fortnight but um, is that it's going to fall into that November time slot where the um the battle fell over the last couple of years. And like I said, that's in time for the... my
2: birthday, so I am okay with that.
1: Yeah. But yes, moving into Blood Bowl to begin with, and we actually have the Norse team. Um, The weird thing about this is I hadn't even realized that they hadn't actually done them yet. I really do like this, though. Um, It's very clear that these guys are all in the same scale. They're all on the same size bases, except need little biggies. Uh, I think. Yeah, no, bores boars. They're, definitely, they're, they're Whatever. definitely on smaller base. Uh, the 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 boars are my favorite. Actually, I love the one wearing. Uh, but these guys are coming onto the field with weapons and apparently getting away with it half of them are drunk or drinking to get drunk uh this is so good are are, are
2: you gonna tell a man that size with a a mug of ale and a weapon tell him no you can't do that
1: yes but i'm gonna do it very very nervously in a very high Uh, i'm sorry sir but you can't have that on the field
2: now we have reffing the game
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and uh, the Valkyries look really cool as well. I like the fact that they do actually look like they belong on the pitch and they're not just bikini-clad pretending that it's armor. Um, it really works. I,
2: I would have I uh, like to see more wing. Yeah, but if more, you put wings more and wing.
1: stuff like this, it ends up being a problem on the board.
2: No, I mean on their helmet, just
1: even. just Oh, wing right, on yeah. Helmet. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense.
2: Like, you know, a 57 Chevy, you know, tail fin wings, like, you know, rose back. like you know, make it look like they're from an 80s, like, you know... uh norwegian metal band
1: yeah yeah i could see that actually you could easily paint these up to look like paint them all up in grays and black and white so you, you could make that really really work the important question of course is major socks which of the two balls do you uh
0: probably the one with the helmet
1: yeah there we go
0: george is it because
1: he's got
2: is it because he's horny then <laughs>
1: no <laughs> um i i
2: am a fan of the uh wolf because
1: i look badass i i hate the name and i know i said this earlier Ulf warrens warreners is it's the wereners part of it i don't like such a silly name yeah they could have done like traditional it just sounds weird they
2: could have done like wolf or or something like that you know like instead of you know where oh hey that has two asterisks what does that mean uh that's a very good question. question wolf wire according to league linguists
1: so it's actually a real word okay well i i guess i can be quiet then i'm an idiot um okay no that that's fair okay um, that
2: was recorded
1: yes that is kind of the point of a podcast
2: no but i, I have you openly admitting to uh, it's going to become like your new <laughs> it's going to replace your guys oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: moving on no i really i really like these and i, I like the fact that they haven't just done a Norse team, like, because the old team used to be they were all humans except you had a werewolf and the Yeti and I don't know, something else. Uh, but these very clearly have different people with different roles. I actually do like that. Um, they're doing more than spitting out copy the old stuff, but it's going to be interesting to see where things go, though. Uh, moving on, Warhammer Underworlds, to the shock of everybody, have a new edition out with a new name. Uh, because this is so unlike Games Workshop to push out a new version of something within three months of the last one. I so am on utterly nervous.
2: shocked. I can't believe that they have done this. Uh, look at the look again. on
1: look at the look on Sock's face. I mean, he's just appalled and and, and right. so shocked. <laughs> so look, that means that we're getting a new starter set. And look, they're doing this on purpose. I, as much as I mock it, I do. And what happened. Uh The big thing for me, though, and the thing that I am not being a smart ass at that genuinely actually excited is these scaven look awesome like these are so good i think these are the best scaven they've done um since my friend the last underworld skaven that they did which was also easily the best that they've done hey Games workshop do this for the rest of your Skaven. it's not that hard you can prove that you've done it you can prove that you can do it
2: so i will i will say that the little skaven on the little like smoke swirl water thing you balancing on one foot Yep. That's only going to break 3,785 times.
1: True. I do like the fact that they've shown that one of his bombs has failed, though. Because that's what that that is. You can see the gla- broken glass underneath. But no, you are right. That is totally going to break uh no
2: 3785
1: hopefully the foot's not actually connected to the smoke plume because there's a lot of people that's going to prefer not to have that there it's connected it's going to be annoying especially after just telling them how great it was that they'd finally stopped doing it and they haven't but moving on we also have dark girl or what i keep on calling the moon um what do they call them here the shroud shade so it's all very voidy and creepy and yes they're all they're evil elves. We get at Games Workshop. Uh, these are gorgeous, though. These are very reminiscent of stuff during a preview at the end of last year. Like we had seen this main hero with the cape that looks like a crescent moon. We had seen that before, or a version of it. Um, I really, really like that. They're really nice. Socks, do you have any preference for one or the other? The moon elves. The moon elves, George. Yep. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. You want to have your? Do you want to have your rant about how they need to start concentrating on their product and not just spitting out things every three minutes?
2: Uh kind of. I mean, you know. There's the constant, you know, Codex creep and, you know, imbalance of rules because they've released something, you know. Instead of pushing, what would you say, three months from the last uh under, nah, I was exaggerating. Right? It's once every 12. Okay, well, it's still, it, it seems like we're always constantly getting these. and But we have, uh, you know, Codex creep issues and old sculpts and, you know, I, be, I bet you if they focused on that... That might help their bottom line more than, you know, constantly pushing new variants and versions of, let's be honest, you know, tertiary products for them.
1: Um, This is, and I'm just going to say it because it's true, even though the fans of this game try to deny it. I mean, to be fair, this is actually a very good game. I'm not suggesting otherwise, but this is Magic: The Gathering, but for Games Workshop, and it's done that way up because that that's, just left a bitter taste in my mouth. It's exactly what it is that way up. I'm not saying it's a positive thing. It's definitely not a positive. Even game, even Magic: The Gathering is not magic gathering any cruel perversion. um but if they were to concentrate on replacing the rest of their line getting the old stuff out so that they could then concentrate on a steady flow of stuff instead of new space marines every three minutes and actually giving everybody the same amount of attention I would argue that the profits would only go up because the only reason that the Xenos armies and so forth don't make sales is because they don't give them the attention oh absolutely you can't mm-hmm. tell me that the Eldar did not sell gangbusters because we all saw how quick sold out
2: hey, hey. What 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 we mentioned just a few minutes ago? Uh, Sisters of Battle. Yeah. How many years did people say we want SOBs? We want SOBs, and so what? Did Games Workshop finally do? They finally gave us SOBs, and what happened? Holy cow!
1: Yeah, it sold out that much that they make that they got complaints about it, yeah. which is not a necessarily a good thing either. But it's better than the old problem.
2: So yeah.
0: Um,
1: moving on. Anyway, so many 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 months ago, we got teased that there were behemoths coming for drop zone. I think it's
0: been... a year
1: I think it's been been 18 months at least but we finally it's been a while yeah we finally have it we have the PHR and we have the Scourge as well these are currently on preview and I'm excited no I 100% want the Scourge one obviously because well it's me Um, I'm very interested to see what the UCM and the Shaltari one looks like Um, they have confirmed that everybody's going to be getting them but obviously the thing that we are all confused about is how they're going to justify it because it's just Seem so out of character for the rest
2: to have. So now, uh, here, here's a thought I have that I thought was pretty cool. So a few years ago, <laughs> wasn't there a train set, a monorail set for uh mm-hmm. Drop Zone? Yes. So what if? So what if? I love this already. They pulled that. They pulled that, and now they're re-releasing it with a train that is a gigantic weapons platform that can literally go from one side to the board to the other because it's a train.
1: And the fact that it's a and, train uh, and it works that way would counteract the fact that it's so big.
2: And, and that would literally be behemoth size.
1: Yeah. You can like give it behemoth
2: idea. size weapons because it's on a large transit platform. Yeah, that and could you
1: work. are right that 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 kid is not currently for sale. Uh, could and, be wrong, and, and to I'm me, that sure of, they stopped that last year. And,
2: and, yeah, and that would that that would coincide with the whole timeline of we're doing a resistance behemoth. Here's Based the train the set. Model. Let's put giant guns on it, yeah. and then it can just fly around the board.
1: I'm very very curious what the point that the price point for these are going to be, uh, because it is literally yeah. the biggest resin thing they've ever done. Um, I'm suspect. Are, are, are you are you talking
2: monetary or uh, points for the army? No monetary. Terry, um, uh, I'm expecting well, so this he, is going to be big. You, you figure the dreadnought kits were what 50 US dollars, so so I'm expecting so, yeah. I was gonna say, you kit. know, you yeah. know, a 75 80 kit, yeah.
0: Um, yes. if it's anything, and, and then, if it's
1: anything, anything anywhere near above that, no,
0: yeah. So that the Hades, which is the scorpion walker that we see in the PHR video, I have one, and that one is about six to eight inches long, depending yeah. on how you model it. And so, just see, knowing how big that one is compared to what you're seeing i mean that's half the height of the behemoth for the phr yeah that we see in the video so it's just yeah that's gonna be a massive and your your tentacles from your scourge yeah don't touch me with those those look scary
2: <laughs> you know what those look like those look like underground uh John utility cable
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The
2: under, under underground utility cables for carrying power um Socks and I were talking about this last night when you were locked out, uh, sitting on your porch, trying to break into your house. Yeah. Uh, How cool would it be for the uh, Shaltari for their behemoth to have a uh, um, particle Particle lance lance. weapon?
1: That makes a lot of sense, actually. Because if
2: we're if we're talking about the big, super huge platforms, I mean that's that's on a uh, you know on 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 capital class ships and stuff like that. Surely they can make that small enough to fit on a walker that huge.
1: Even if it was in. Law a weaker version of the particle layer um on the table that makes way too much sense to go in that direction
2: because C- on the table even if it was like 10 percent of the space version it's still yeah. going to be devastating to anything in its path on the ground yep. yeah beam weapon the way i'd trade it probably
0: so i have looking at the advent calendar from 21 they actually have the picture of the ucm behemoth oh. We have seen it. I, I I just did a Google search for it, so and because um, I was looking for the shoutari one, because um, I thought we would seen a picture of that one somewhere as well.
1: No, I don't believe so, because from memory, I think that's something that we got it done by.
2: Hey, that looks like the Metal Gear.
1: Aha, found it. So what he is referring to, folks, is this lovely creature.
2: Do, does that not look like a Metal Gear from the uh, video game franchise? Yeah, it. it looks I mean, this like could be a. a lot of
0: mechs. Yeah, it. I mean, this could be a very early prototype and so things may have changed since yeah. Since then, but my guess is that's what we're going to be seeing as for the UCM. Yeah. <coughs> or something yeah, no, very similar.
1: That that's definitely the way things are going. brother. Well. um, I'm really really excited for these. I mean, how could you not be? Um, because just just really looking and everybody gets something. Um, so we've only seen the full reveal and date of these ones at the moment. My suspicion is that it won't be until next week that we see the teasers for the rest of them. Um, I'd be surprised if they all get launched. Once, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they decide to split the launch in a couple of weeks. Um, mainly because if everything's released at once, then the demand is all there at once. Where and this is a big kit that they need to be prepared. For. Uh, whereas yeah. if they split it across a couple of different weeks, then it'll help them keep up with the demand. It depends, obviously. It depends on how prepared. Um, I know that they've been planning quite a while. It's we've known coming. Yeah. Moving on. So the Shoutari space station and the PHR space station are also things that got to end are now available. Um, the PHR space station, I think, is the most go-to. Not that I don't like the other one, but i HR was battle looks wise.
2: Uh, I think the PHR wins the battle for best looking space station period. I agree.
1: I can't disagree with you. It is really. Uh... I mean,
2: The so... storage
0: bits were cool for the the space station upgrade pack that we got in the Kickstarter soon after the Kickstarter, but I agree that just the, the we know we've all loved the clean whole curving look of the PHR and it, they just brought it right into the, the space station, which I think is cool. The, if, if, the Lewis complaint...
1: the, if Lewis could see the smirk on my face, he'd be terrified right now. I, I, I'm going to tease him. <laughs> the, uh, the only thing that I can kind of
2: complain about second photo where you see it with the uh, the Chips. monitors and the, the frigates and stuff like that, I would want that PHR space station. I want it double, the, double that size. I agree. It's going to be if interesting not, to
1: see how this guy's kit was. Obviously, we haven't seen the kit. Before.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, like, I at least want double that size, if not an option to have a bigger one than that, because Let's be honest. That's a really tiny space station for you know.
1: How's that going to look with a dreadnought docking to? Yeah, I, I kind what's of, the point of? I kind of get the impression that these are kind of docking bay type thing. Like they're they're not a full on space. But in saying that, the original kit was designed to build size too. I mean, I know that yeah. we all went nuts what, with
0: them. But well, yeah, the, the guys from On Tabletop Beast of War they made yeah. that huge massive one with like oh, four yeah. or five kits. So 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 that's going overboard.
2: Yeah, So that's <laughs> that's an ex- that's an exa- uh, that exception point. not yeah, yeah. but I, I I'd like to see this PHR station I'd like to see it twice that size.
1: Yeah. I I can't argue with you. Um I can't go into full details but I can confirm that there is current talks going on about how the rules the scourge be and I have seen peace so there is definitely something coming but I can't so, say, I can't say any details. Yeah.
2: Now now on the reverse of that um i going to uh, critique the Shaltari one real quick. Yeah. I think the size of that is the perfect size, because as we've known, if you look at the size of the Shaltari, you know, they, as big as the ships are, you could tell that there's not a lot of crew on them because, you know, it's typically just that little pod where the, you know, the stuff is. Yeah. yeah. mothership is the exception because the mothership, but most, most of the other Shaltari ships, you know, it's like, they've got crews of what, five, you know, 10, right? Probably. So a space station that size makes perfect
1: sense. Yeah, um, whereas their PHR are living on their spaceships. So, yeah, I do get where you're coming yeah. from. It's going to be inter- interesting to see how these things develop. I, I'm really excited for these. I mean, they're out there already, but I haven't seen anybody play with the kit. So I'm very... What sort of customization options we have. Moving on. Uh, very, very quickly, I did talk about these last fortnight, but do you have any thoughts on the rat team for RumbleSlam? Uh, sir Scratch Flagon? Um. It's, it's kind of cool. T- totally not Scott Steiner. Not that that name will mean anything. But. It actually doesn't, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Real life wrestler that used to dress in a similar manner with the male
2: over. Oh, okay. That's, a, that's a, a carnival. I was like, there's a lot of... No. Um,
0: Yeah, the ones below that are carnival
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was like... Which are also very so, pretty. Yeah, uh, the, the rats are kind of cool. Um, it's an interesting take for, for a, a wrestling wrestling thing. Um, yeah. It's like everyone's trying to update their rats.
1: Yeah, ironically. And I mean, that is going to be a coincidence, but yeah. Uh, it's not the first rats that we've had, but it's the first expansion I've had. But... I want to move to the terrain. Well, it's terrain and it's pretty. There's a yeah. whole heap of stuff being dropped. Uh, a bolstered drop alternator is just all kinds of stuff.
2: So, l- can we talk about the fact that this is terrain that's not MDF terrain? Yep. It's resin. So, uh, that that's that's exciting to see from uh, TT Combat. Who, let's be honest, I think are probably one of the the top top ten MDF. percenters in the in the industry for for MDF terrain, and then for them to start doing, you know, some some little resin bits, like the, mun- the munitions. That looks so cool. Yes. Yeah. I
0: agree.
1: I like the fact that they're all designed, because there is an MDF kit that's displayed as part of that. Yeah, um, I was just looking at that. And they're all in scale. Uh, in saying that, much as I just said drop a second ago, I'm not actually sure what scale this is in, because there's yeah, nothing to... used against it. For scale. Because looking at the yeah. size of the MDF, there's no way that's small enough to be. Just I, I know on the terrain they've used the word drop before for a twenty-eight mil last mm-hmm. uh, I have a criticism, Lewis. This doesn't Actually say in the description what scale. It. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see it at all. Uh I wonder. Maybe a wave out. If I got a sci-fi egg, do they appear under that? No, they don't.
2: Uh, uh. So I'm
1: gonna oh crap, I rearranged everything. Um one second. Nope, they're 28 millimeter. They're under the sci-fi gothic range, so they're 28 millimeter.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say if you look on the uh, the the photo that has the resin stuff with the uh, MDF. Yeah. You got that little kind of column thing in the middle with the
1: cross on top. Yes. Aha. Yeah.
2: So uh, this is 28 mil.
1: Yeah. No, they don't. So. Have, it doesn't come up in the sci-fi X category. Uh, it comes up in the sci-fi gothic category so yeah it's definitely there is a couple of things there for the for the totally not tomb worlds uh totally not necron terrain and they're just like nice little nice little simple kits but really really good looking ones uh i think the winners from this kit again are the kind stuff uh maybe with the exception of i love construction yard like i really love that construction yard um i i don't know
2: The, the 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 little ships there those are screaming to be used to make, like, some sort of, like, uh, skirmish, you know, You know, You're talking about the ocean game and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So there actually is a game that uses ships about this size for skirmish, and it's called Blood and Plunder.
1: Yes. I will so have some of it, that coming at some stage if it ever gets
0: you. You are fighting literally on a pirate skirmish brig or small sloop with pirates so there is a yeah. game out there already I, but i, I agree with George. these ships but. could be used for anything and they just look awesome
1: and i love the fact that they have terrain that looks like it's bobbing <laughs> in the water like it's just you don't get a lot of that yeah and that's really really effective really nice um and the venetian dockyards i know i mentioned them last episode but you guys it's, i love everything about that and and the bodies that they're trying to hide area Um, uh, yeah there's there's some real winners here uh i do think the drop, the drop the bolstered drop terrain takes it, and I do think the munition the best of them. Not that the rest are bad, but uh, but in saying that, I love that construction yard. It's so simple, but it works so well. Mm-hmm. You, I, I could see that. I mean, Marvel Crisis Protocol is where I see that getting
0: used. Oh, uh, yeah, because um, you could use all those and stuff like that to throw stuff around.
1: I mean, you, I could see that being used in almost universe. I mean, mm-hmm. You'd have to do stuff with it for it to feel grimdark, but I don't think you'd have to do much in um, an AK okay game.
2: Do, do you know how you make it look grimdark? Paint it dark. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time to move on. Moonstone have a limited edition miniature at the moment for Easter, and it's an angry jackalope, and it's That's all kinds of coop.
2: Cute. that's not a jackalope
1: it's a, we it's have
2: a, those here we, we we have jackalopes they look nothing like that
1: you have fictional creatures that live in your area yes you do realize that this is supposed to look very hence the reason H- have you not seen what jackalopes look like for the sake of the viewers i am going to bring up what the original <laughs> that's done really well that's almost seen brilliant
2: yeah so no um, the, the jackalope is a mainstay of, of, of Wyoming lore because we have antelope everywhere and jackrabbits everywhere, jackalopes. So no, uh, western part of the state, there's actually a, you've been there, right, Sox? Yep. Uh, Jackson Hole? Mm-hmm. It's like a 10, 15-foot tall jackalope statue.
1: Well, this is their version of it, so it doesn't matter.
2: So Hence <laughs> why I said that's not jackalope.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I I think this thing's good.
2: I, I think I, I I think it is a fun mini. Um, for sure. Uh, yeah. I I'm not a big of the floppy ear bunny, so that detracts from me. But yeah. uh, beyond that, I think it looks great. I don't
1: know. I just love the fact that it's so. It looks so vicious at the same time. It's like, yeah, yeah. We're all so scared, honest. Yeah, we're, we're really scared. <sighs> moving on. Okay, Infinity have like five different releases coming next month, and it's absolutely insane. So, to start with, there's a Code 1012 collection pack. So this is basically a box full of everything that you can use in that game. It's like an instant buy in. So it's why at 5 euros. Um this is all this is like there's so much stuff, not even funny. Um we also have because there's a lot here, I'm just going to go through them. There's a combined army collection pack of again everything. It's just insane. Moving on to some more realistic purchases. I those two previous ones I'm not having it, like they are expensive because they're designed that you it's just a big box that you're buying in so that you don't have to buy individually. individually it does work out to be better value than buying them separately, but obviously not everybody is going to buy it. It's it's right about,
2: it's right about 25 bucks a mini. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. Which I mean, that's a great value. My, yeah.
1: Um, Coming up next the Morat Tarlock pack. So this is going to be the first of the expansions for the new Morat team that got released at Adepticon. Um, I really like the look of these things. I love the space monkey aesthetic. I mean I know they're not monk like my um I really, really love. Them. And then we have more for my faction. So the Nomad's Booster Pack Beta, again, continues to re-release stuff that we've already got. Uh, this is not necessarily a bad thing, because obviously there are people out there that don't have around. So in this particular box, and if I'm wrong on this, please do correct me. The Mobile Brigada, which is the red one in the front, originally came from a box set called ice storm um i do believe it's the same mini like i said correct me if i'm wrong uh that taskmaster is a re-release that to be available as a single um just a simple single clamshell uh that's the one in the back just for the record the bigger one uh and the last one is the one that i haven't seen before which is the percy um so the idea of this obviously is it's a booster for people buying in it's definitely cheaper buying it this way than buying uh, where they're now. And we have a very similar box for Ariadna, but Ariadna, are uh, a human fact. well. If-
2: man? Human, human, Do yeah. you know
1: Umox? Mm-hmm. So these are, th- those two beta packs are expansions for the box that came out at um, Gen Con last year. Uh, for me, that Nomads one, I mean, I, I need a Taskmaster. I think I own a Taskmaster somewhere, and I think it's in my pile of shame, and I have no idea where it is. I've almost bought another one several Times and i keep on putting it off because i'm like i think i have one i'm sure i brought it but i don't know if it's one of these things that i that i actually did buy or i wanted to buy and never got around to i may actually just end up going and buying it this way having more than one mobile regardless.
2: so the the one thing i'll say these are uh, uh collection packs are you know 265 euro you yeah. know not a small chunk of change they are not helping the i don't need to get into infinity <laughs> that is such a value
1: yeah. for an army, period. Yeah. It's really, really good value, especially when it, it's literally everything. Now, it is worth noting Code 1 is the, the smaller version of the game. Well, I say smaller. Uh, it's the simpler version of the game to get in easier because this has been our biggest criticism spoken about it in the past. It's a really hard game to get your head around when you try to learn. Um, Code 1 is the game trying. And from everything I've heard, I, I still haven't played it yet. I will be playing a game of it at some stage, but from everything that I've heard, um it is much um obviously their idea is tired of code one you then go into the proper full game but yeah
2: so and, and like i said you know you go and buy a special character or anything for for any game they're 25 30 bucks a mini right you know 265 and it's 26 mini so that's 26 bucks a mini which, when you break that down to the concept of what, you know, the size and scale of what Infinity is, that's, a, when... really, that's a really great deal, especially since you got, like, you know, a couple of your bigger ones, a couple of your smaller ones. It all balances out really nice for, you know, if you're wanting to spend money on it. I I, I really don't want to spend money on it, because <laughs> I don't need it.
1: Uh, it is also probably worth noting that in the current climate, most of that should also be metal.
2: Which I'm also which not a huge my, fan
1: which, of. Which, no, but... but... it when you're talking about value if all of that is metal it just got even better value metal yeah very right yeah Uh, um things are expensive right now what i know right it's amazing
0: insane all right
1: we have some new stuff coming for wild west exodus and if you're a listener of the channel, then you know that Wild West Exodus is something that I have a lot of time. Um, I haven't had a game of it for a while. I did actually have somebody reach out recently and ask where things were being played in Melbourne. Uh, so I may actually be able to get a game. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, we're getting new minis for the for the Watchers. Uh, these Cerulean Infiltrators are all kinds of gorgeous. They're really cute, too. <laughs> they look so silly, but I lo- I mean this in a really good way. Um, they,
2: they give me such a throwback to the, the aliens from Mars Attacks.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so these are very clearly playing on your pop culture grace. Like they're, they're not hiding that. That's very clearly. Must be, uh, which does fit in with what they've always been in the past. I really look, like this.
2: That's That's what aliens look like. They look like that, Bruce.
1: Yeah, I know they do, apart apart from the one that we know. I mean, Captain Sox very clearly looks different. But that's only because we're in the wearing a disguise. Well, we Bruce. can't have aliens taking major positions in our Bruce, military. Bruce. Uh, uh, I don't know why I'm calling ooh. major. I don't know why I'm calling major Socks an alien. I just felt it. On.
0: Or or captain, thanks. thanks yeah, Bruce. you called
1: him captain. No, no, I'm, I'm completely <laughs> ignoring <I> <laughs> that. That was not actually accidental. I did it on purpose.
0: Back to the aliens because they do look cool.
1: Yeah, no, I, re- I re- Um And it's see, a tw- it's a twenty-three socks. pound box.
2: Socks, see, this is why you need to get like. F E Warren and then we can both get into this game and have an excuse to get into it so we can play play it then. True, true. Right? And and it'll be perfect because where would we be in the wild wild in west of
0: oh, <laughs> No Man's Land, Wyoming.
2: Wiki
1: Wiki Wild Wild, Wiki Wiki, Wild Wild, Wild Wild, wild West.
2: Yep. Whoa whoa, 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 that's a little too progressive here for us there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, everybody praises that as one of the best movies ever. Oh, wait. No, they don't. All right, moving on. We have another couple of releases coming for Dystopian Wars. So this first one is the Mumansk battle set, uh, and this is definitely the most unique thing that I've seen them do so far. Yeah, with the... The crescent strongholds—it's really weird. So it appears to be like it's something that can actually fit game. Uh I'm curious to know how. I, I don't know how I feel about it, the way it looks. I mean, I see why how it works, but really know how I feel about it. It's very different. I mean, different's not a bad. I
0: don't <sighs> think this is one for me. And,
2: and then there's the mobile stronghold, which is a full circle.
0: Yeah, it's like a floating fortress. Yeah, on the I, you get you can build it, it ch- in different ways.
2: And, and and not to get you know like. You know, uh, what's the word to uh, uh, talk about the current you know geo- geopolitical stuff and everything like that? But if you look at the iconology on this army, this totally looks very Russian. Like, oh, yeah. we we build like mobile repel station, for, you know, shit. Yeah. it's it's totally, I mean, you got it's the red stars, called, okay?
1: It's also called Mumonsk, That that's very much a Russian,
2: right? Operation. Yeah, so yeah. uh, <laughs> like I said, not to geopolitical commentary, you know, avoid. This, this it fits the idea of what they're trying to
1: go for the, the yeah. soviet
0: union the usa it's, yeah. it's, alter-
1: it's an alternate world so yeah it
0: definitely right is yeah it.
1: and i'm gonna say anatolia for the next one uh is another battle fleet set that's coming uh, which these ones are cool i really love these like these the the skips on the side not skips but they look like catamarans like giant, yeah. massive catamarans—they're really, really good.
0: Well, and just the the styling of the building too—that's part on the main part of the ship. Just yeah. their. Uh... I can't remember what style that is. Um, kind of like, uh, I'm trying to remember. Skip my mind. I, I really, Ironclad? really like it. No, Ironclad? The, all the domes. All the domes and stuff like that on the, the actual ships themselves.
1: Oh, Vatican? Yeah, that style. Yeah, it's, it's like they're, they're all mobile church on the water. It's how they, I really, really, this might be my favorite release that they've done. I, really, I was going to really,
2: say, like um, the first thing that jumps out at, at me is, uh, you know, with the, the, the Sponsons hanging off of it, giant ship. These totally look like ocean-going Battlestar Galacticas.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> uh, the Huram-class Grand Cruiser down the bottom, where you're joining two of the cruisers together, all kinds of gorgeous. I love everything about it. Um, well,
2: then is... there's the uh, the Nemahed. The, the, the yeah. Does the same thing, too. So,
1: No, I, I think that's a great idea
2: uh knowing what i know about uh you know how ships work and everything like that that is a pain in the butt to turn oh yeah it would be you, you get the double hole stuff you're looking at a huge problem to turn but god it looks cool especially yeah. with the fact that the, the the part spanning in between that's not in the water looks like it's being used for stuff Mm -hmm. yeah it's just
1: it's a monster catamaran like they're two ships joined together to make it look like a catamaran it's so good i love everything about um definitely a kit that you're going to be wanting to buy multiples of too like most of them quite frankly but yeah really really like I,
2: i would almost argue that they're doing the kits the way they're doing them because uh drop fleet was done the way it was done
1: yeah i think that's fair yeah, I think that's fair. It was an idea that worked. All no,
0: right, now
2: Captain Major Socks is going to talk for the next 40 minutes. And
1: oh.
0: <laughs> No, no, I'm not actually, because we've already talked about all this stuff, but we finally have release dates for all the new stuff that's coming out. So the Black Suns, uh, Enforcers, sh- Shadow Collective, Pike Syndicate, the main. Sh- um, mercenary starter kit as well as two new ones that we've never seen before which is the card pack 2 and the essentials kit all have a release date of the june 17th so yeah bye bye paycheck for the all of june pretty much for for me um no i'm excited <laughs> for this stuff and i know Saksi. how much
2: i know how much Force make
0: i know i know but we <laughs> have other stuff coming too so i'm just very excited to, to, that we finally get a release date it was kind of uh, teased in June, but now having an actual date. All of us Legion buddies that I play with are pretty much all of us have this starter kit as well as Gar Saxon on pre-order. Yeah, I, I, th- this I, is I, absolutely.
2: Are are stuff. you going to get the the Mandalorian Super Commando set?
0: So, in, if I were to get the sh- Shadow Collective Mercenary starter, they have a set that comes in there, and so yes, I will be getting those.
2: Are you going to paint them like Mando? Uh, probably all chromed out and everything. Yeah. I I will send you the links for the paint you need. Sounds good.
1: Uh, and finally because we kind of skipped past. Um Hero Forge are doing a new release type which is I, I find a little bit yeah, confusing, I, quite frankly. I, I was wondering
2: what, what what you were doing there because you started c- talking about war cradle. I was like, okay.
1: It's because I opened it in the wrong order. Um anyways, yeah, so obviously we we already know about their the regular plastic which is 3D print And they're premium plastic, which is 3D printed. Uh, they're color plastic, which is 3D printed. Um, I'm not having it. I mean, and, and there's a painted version of the same thing, but that was only available to backers. Can't use that. You can also use bronze. You can also download them. But here is the thing I'm going to skip past. We're now getting stand even. I think I like this idea. I mean, this is obviously a budget idea because uh-huh. it's 2D. So basically... Your 3D sculpts that you've designed and then painted on the thing. You get to pick the angle that it is. So unlike most standees, you're kind of stuck with it looking the way that it looks. You still get to customize how it looks in front of you. Um, and then it's it's printed on clear acrylic. I re- I really like this idea. I mean, it's not going to be something for everyone. But no,
0: but for those then, new guys are getting into D&D or any role-playing game.
1: Some people do prefer standees over minis, though as well that's not us but some people really do prefer that
2: easier to store easier to transport i mean yeah they they have their place for sure um what what i like about that the the standee is is you know it's a lot easier to find a graphical 2d representation of what you're going for for something and then it's printed and yeah not you know don't get me wrong, bronze, <laughs> that's cool, right? It's
1: also very but expensive.
2: But what, because someone has to go through and make a, a mold and, and a casting, and then they have to clean all that, and then they have to pour it, and then they have to remove the sprues and polish it? That's expensive, really?
0: Yeah. No. No, I really it's like
2: cool, this though. option.
1: I, I do like this
2: option. Plus, let's be honest, you know, in the the nature of the gaming that we do, yeah, virtually everything is ridiculously expensive. Yeah. To have an option like this, that's like, yeah, hey, uh, that'll be a ten spot. Uh, you you only want ten? Yeah. Can I get three then? <laughs> you yeah. know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Indie definition: independent type slang word jargon.
1: George. Oh, hey, these. <laughs> I literally forgot about these. So this is a company that you came across semi-recently and bought stuff from. No. You didn't buy stuff from. No, I
2: was just going through and um in the nature of Facebook listening to your, your brain thoughts and like showing you things of you thought about this for half a second. You can buy it. Um I came across uh the mighty brush, which they have painting guides, they have dice. But most importantly, they have third-party decals. And why is that important? Well, because what if you want a Amanda's, you know, icon for your Space Marine shop?
1: And a certain company that have Marines from space don't release these as much anymore.
2: No, actually, the, the Space Wolf uh, decals that I got for my Space Wolf army, I got from Forge World that are for the 30K Heresy Army. But I like them better because they had red, and I, I like that look better than a black decal. But uh there's some really cool stuff here. Uh, if we scroll down because uh, you you've got like the you know the guys with the banners and the books and in the, the studio model, you always see advertising on the website. they always have all that text. yeah who has time to do that? Who has the patience to do that?
1: Yeah. I love the fact that they've got checkered bat and stuff too, because that's a real of, pain.
2: Yeah, none of us raised our hands for that. Uh, somewhere down here they have little decals that are, you know, th- the text you could put on a banner. Oh yeah, right there. It's uh imperial gothic script water slide. It's out of stock. Yep, got it. But if you look at that, look at that. It's the text you would put on a book or a banner, or yeah. or if it's big
1: enough, a purity. Seal. Um, I would argue that. Unless you're someone that really, really does care about what it says, and let's be honest, you're not, I'd argue that this is a must. I always think about getting around to my banners, and they always end up being blank. It's like, I don't. I don't have freehand. Some people do, and all the power to you, but I just don't have it. This is yeah. so much easier. Oh, there yeah, are do actually some other um, purity seal ones, too, for the right yeah, size. Yeah, it's eight pounds for that transfer sheet. Yeah, I can understand why this is the one that's out of stock. But, right <laughs> um,
2: someone else discovered that, they're like i can finally you know have my banner look the way i want it um but i mean they've got like transfers that are just roman numerals which yeah. you know that'll make it super easy for numbering your your squads um they have a transfer sheet of nothing but f- fleur-de-lis and four different colors there's and gold red has its straps yeah. And ha- yeah, Hazard stripes. Uh, what, what army is that? Iron Hands? Yep. I mean, so uh, on, on a scale of one to 10, this is like about as niche as you can get for the hobby. Yeah. But yeah. it is, it is a under, underrepresented, like under, you know, fulfilled portion of that and definitely something like I, I,
1: that because this is something that games workshop dropped the ball on like, like that they, they dropped the ball on um so i'm glad to see that somebody has actually picked it back
2: oh hey look there's the uh even other ones uh there's a flutter transcript and then a chaotic script
1: you can get transfers for your your
2: chaos books too yep oh uh, oh wow those look good too oh they're oh yeah so um yeah a neat little quirky find that let's be honest and, and you know they're cheap too i mean yeah look you could get bleeding heart transfers for your sister's a battle army because that's so stereotype or um uh the lament uh they have space sharks yeah so I mean, all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, they've got like, what is this one? Company roundels. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's just it's more company. Oh yeah, you know, yeah just the, more... the
1: company mark. I always yeah. Again, don't get around. Yeah,
2: so uh, but it's five bucks for a company transfer sheet, so you can literally like properly mark yeah. up your company.
1: No, this this is a brilliant find. Uh, very quickly in the painting PDF guides, they've pretty much it's all 40k base uh and you're looking at use four pounds to painting um the, the results on the images look really nice uh it looks like they go into a lot of detail but i'd, I'd probably find that's yeah. probably the only real argument that i'd have they, they do look really nice
2: but yeah uh i thought that was a neat little fun find because it, it, in the it's a cheap site too you know it's not mm. yeah you could order a whole bunch of stuff off off the site and not break yeah. the bank yeah i agree shall we discuss
1: some hobby dream gloom prime, paint. So, George, from what I understand, you've been really lazy and done absolutely nothing in your painting this, this fortnight, this month. I mean, there's been no changes to your setup whatsoever, even though there has been a really big one and it's really obvious. For those listening, George just wheeled across his room to prove me wrong, even though he's completely missed what I was setting him up for, I think. Well, first of all, I had to set up a home
2: office, uh, too, and I was gone. I oh, he, he did
1: pick up on what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did.
2: I did get some painting done, though. Uh, I, I I have uh, I have put this in video form. Uh, I'm not finished by any means of the the imagination, but uh, I I had to set up a new. Uh, I work here now. I don't go to the office anymore. I go here. Um, but I, I started working on my emperor. And so here's the cloak in red gold color shift. That is which really cool. It, yeah. it, it, not as much red as I had hoped for. Um, and I'm not going to show off too much here because, well, but socks. Will you do your Mandalorians? Yeah. That's shiny. That's that's very shiny. So, um, we we talked about before. That's the uh, the Allclad two uh, color system. It's a it's a, a black gloss primer, which it's super smooth. It coats so well. Uh, and then literally you just spray on the spray on the chrome, and it dries like that. Nice. And then there's a candy you can put on it, which I did gold. Which I put it on too heavy, but that's okay because. It looks the well, it it, lo- it looks antiqued, yeah, it look, uh, patina, patina—that's yeah. the word. So uh, there's all the rest of his pieces right here. I'm not going to show you. So um, then this came in the Kickstarter exclusive box for *Cthulhu: Death May Die* because I I had to get it. And unboxing of this will come. But I got my *Nemesis* lockdown pledge, which is the to which is the sequel to *Nemesis*, which I believe you have a copy of as well. Yep. So. Um, but I, I showed you guys a picture of how trash Okay, never mind. I, I did paperwork today, and I threw it over there. I was gonna say I got my desk cleaned off to where I could do stuff on again, but then I covered it with stuff again, so <laughs> uh not we too much done. of the way a hobby for me, but I but I did get some stuff done. Yeah.
1: I see that Major Sox is turning around to look at all of the stuff that he's Well, not painting. I've worked on some stuff. I know. A lot. You've been, you've, actually. You've been, you've been working on on the part of the military that you wish that you'd join. The Navy. No, 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 not the name.
0: <laughs> so yes, um, the reason why I started this is I'm part of, I've been playing Victory C the original game, but uh, produced by Mungoosh Publishing, uh, and then I sold all my stuff, and then Warlord Games bought it back out, and I bought back into it, and a guy uh, reached out to me on the Facebook group that I'm part of and said, hey, anybody in the area this game? And I'm like, yeah, I do, and here, I got a bunch of stuff, and... So, this is one of the ships that I painted before the water detail, um, and then that was a Japanese cruiser, and this is how it turned out with the water detail after it's been highlighted, with the waves going off the ship. Yeah. And so, and then I've got a Star Wars Legion tournament uh, on Saturday, so I'm trying to get all my little objective tokens for the various missions all painted up, so. I've been busy the last couple of days, actually. Nice. So, Bruce, what have you been up to other than getting locked out of your own house?
1: Well, while I'm not trying to break into my own house, I've been painting some bot wall. So I've I know on our last episode I kind of shown off some of this. Uh, that was still plain white at that stage. So my colour scheme has remained the same. It is the same blue green and orange or teal orange or aqua and orange it does it looks very blue on camera but it's mm-hmm. actually it's actually more of an aqua um so that's the most recent thing that i've done i've kind of even though she's more of a wasp i've tried to go for like a red back look on the abdomen the um the tail there and are you going to call them the Miami Dolphins? <laughs> no, they're, they're they're still the Infest. Um, I kind of I thought maybe I might go with purple for the rims rather than the standard black, but I may actually change that. We will see. Um, I have painted up a few more of the rims, just just trying to get more of it done. This is kind of like grass with a little bit of sand on the side. Um, I've also done this, which is just more of a path. Just tr- just trying to get things done and try to make them all fit together. Um, I did, however, discuss discover that the queen is so big that she won't fit inside of the box that i intended to carry her in so i will have to move across to my battle phone for my investors when i eventually start bringing her to games so 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 bruce
2: i gotta ask what inspires you to use those collars, and why was it 90s taco bell restaurants
1: well given that we don't have taco bell at all uh no look i do touch i've actually started a project log on the Beast of War website because i'm trying to document this stuff a little bit it's not something we're very good at is talk is actually writing this stuff down i was originally trying to paint these guys all kind of like a pastel type of idea and i go into a little bit more detail as to why that didn't work long story short somebody else ended up picking the same colors that i did or i start and broke my heart because i then got to a point where it was like point um So after a week or so, I came back to it and I decided I wanted to stick with the blue green, the aqua teal sort of colour, because I really do like that colour. And I decided that I know how colour theory works, but quite often I just pick colours that I like. work together but i decided that no i am actually going to just stick with exactly what the color wheel says color wheel says that i'm supposed to pick orange therefore i picked orange uh and then it was just a matter of picking the right tones so i've got like everything is very bright and color stage um because i'm trying to keep it bright because when i eventually black line it it's going to make everything look darker so it wasn't really inspired by anything
2: well and then you're talking about the purple edging on the bases and it's like it's totally a Taco Bell from the 90s. Uh-huh. Socks knows what oh, I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: I had no idea where that was going. Yep. Oh, yeah. i thought oh, maybe, I thought maybe they had a deal with the Miami Dolphins. No, here I'll... Yeah. I'll that I'll, that I'll was
0: their it... color scheme of their restaurants in the 90s. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, here I'll... There you go. In, uh, in our Facebook chat.
1: So there we go, folks. That's what he's referring to. So if you're like me and you have no idea what on earth they're going on about, this is what on earth they're going on. It does the 80s. No, that was the 90s. 90s? Oh, well. Yeah. All right. But, um, but otherwise, do, do... <laughs> my three D printer is still a work in progress. The FDM, the FDM printer is still not going. I thought that it was. We we finally got the bed leveled, and and then it still can't get my. Um, it's really really close to the point where it's getting really annoying. And I have I I thought I had it going. Everything was leveled. All of the tests turned out fine. Uh, and then I started having issues with the extruder extruding properly. Uh, I, I need to do my E steps and I know that there's guides on how to do it but I really have no idea what I'm doing at this stage I, I know I need to come back I'm close enough that it's frustrating it's very close to working but that's where I am and otherwise Australia Post I throw tables at you you really annoy me when you hold on to things for two weeks instead of four days and then they turn up being being crushed crushed and clearly useful um like that that was a uh, if you want to know what I'm referring to, then you can watch my video on Tuesday where I look at the avatar of Kane. Thankfully, I got really lucky, but you'll have to watch the video to see just how lucky I was. There's it a was, boot print was, on your box? Uh, there's a massive dent and it's very much the shape of, well, it, it, it's oh the shape God. of it too. Of a toe from a boot. Somebody has kicked. If it had have been a few mil deeper, then one of the big weapons would have been snapped. That's how the sprue oh, wow. took all of the impact, and it's missed the actual piece by mil. Jeez. Milf. Oh. Yeah, I was very happy. That's frustrating. I got lucky. That's, I suppose, what oh, I should yeah. be happy about.
2: So um... I guess I need to be looking for a steel box to to ship stuff to you in. Then no, L- let no, them you kick out. <laughs> all right.
1: All right uh, game talk. Game talk.
2: Um, talk nerdy to me
1: so we're into drop zone commander today we are going to talk about the heavy and we are just talking about the category itself so it's a possibility that we may have covered two of these don't believe we have but i'm going to start with the flail heavy tank which is really weird look um all right so the flail heavy tank is 35 points it comes in squad sizes of 2 to 4 and they take 3 positions up in your trend. they move 3 inches by themselves they've got active countermeasures Uh, their armour is 15 they've got damage of 2, they're a tank type, obviously they are Uh, and their special is Y Um, weapons wise, we have a tesla array there's no move and fire, the arc is front side and rear Uh, range full and range counted, nothing Uh, it's got 1 shot, it's an accuracy of 2 plus, it's got 7 energy. And the reason that there's no distance is this is an area attack. You're actually, you're putting a temper. Right uh, sorry?
0: Right on top of you.
1: Yes. Because it's literally a flare. uh So you're driving this thing into the middle things and then going... <laughs> uh, and it's also penetrative, which should be fairly obvious. Right? It's also got a twin Gatling gun that also doesn't have any move and fire it's front and side uh it's full range is 36 inches counted as 12 it has four shots three plus and three in it like most tanks are backup No, yep.
2: we've seen a weapon similar to this you it's mean... called the microwave it's the microwave array on the uh shaltari frigates yeah
1: yeah actually yeah <clears throat> uh
2: the next one is the gladius heavy tank
1: yep gladius
2: it yep. has a move it has a move of three uh, Countermeasure of active, armor of 15, damage of 2. It's a tank. There's nothing special about it. It's just like Bruce. No. Uh, It has twin Avenger railguns, moving fiber, uh, whatever. Uh, Front, center, rear for the arc. uh, Range full as infinite. Range countered is 24. Shots is 2. Uh, ACC of plus 1. Energy of 10. Special is Articulate. And then it has a twin Cantling gun, which is an arc of front. 36 uh, for the full. 12 for the countered. 4 shots. 3 plus, 3 energy. Nothing special about it either. There is an optional weapon of a quake accelerated mortar which is front side rear uh full range 24 counter 24 one shot acc at three plus energy nine area indirect devastator minus three um scenery i don't know what that means it
1: means that it's it's really good against build um Um, and so that would replace its twin event uh
2: i don't see why you would replace the twin avenger railgun because yeah.
0: Depends on what you want to use. So the the cool thing about the articulated one is it, it can raise up and down, and so it can be behind, behind, be hidden behind buildings and stuff like that, or small walls, and the gun can still pop up and shoot over the wall ah, and still okay. kind so of get. This yeah. So that that's the cool thing about the articulated gun. Um, it is 55 points a unit, two to six squad size, and takes up three transport slots. Which I think, they uh, yeah, except for the broadsword, which we'll cover here in a minute. The scimitar is the next one at fifty points apiece. Squad size two to four. Again, three transport slots. Move of three. Armor uh, is counter countermeasures uh, active. Armor fifteen. Two damage to tank. Again, no special. Has a marksman laser. Uh, it has a one inch. Move uh, arc is front range. Full is infinite. Range counter is infinite. Uh, one shot, two accurate or two plus accuracy with an 11 energy and destroyer of six plus. So pretty good, nasty against big things. Um, speaking of behemoths, as they. About to come out. Yeah. Uh, twin Gatling Gun. uh Moving fire of uh, nothing. Front uh arc rear range full is 36. Range counter is 12. Four shots, three plus, three energy. And the arc accuracy of the Marchman laser have, may not be modified more than t- total of two. So... That's pretty nice. Uh, if you've got stuff that are being hidden and, and other effects, your accuracy can no can't be more than four plus.
1: Yeah, no, I, I really like that. One. Um, coming up next is the one that you just mentioned the broadsword. This thing is huge, basically, two tanks joined together with a world. Uh, we it is 85 points, a squad size of one to three, and it takes up six slots in your trans. Uh, it can move by itself four inches, it's got active countermeasures. Armour of 15, damage of 4 Tank, otherwise about it It has a Myth Slayer Railgun I think it might be the best named weapon I've heard in a while uh, There's no move and fire It's got an art that is front side and rear Infinite range, full 36 inches Counted, one shot, accuracy of 1 plus Energy of 13 devastated 3 against vehicles uh, Optional weapon We've got a high X demolition cannon Which is move and fire's there's no moving fire. Uh, front and side range. It's full range is 24. It's counted as 18. One shot, two plus 11 energy, uh, and it's alt one devastator five scenery. So again, trying to take out buildings. Uh, it also has a frag demolition cannon connected to that same option. Uh, there's no moving fire still. Front and side 24 inches full. 18 inches ranged, 1 shot, 2 plus, 7 energy, and it's Alt 1 area. And then finally, we have the Nemesis Minigun. Another cool. We're all about the cool name. Um, No moving fire. Front and side, 16 inch full, 8 inch close. uh, Sorry, counted. 3 shots, 3 plus accuracy, uh, energy of 4, and that's cover, body, soft, focus 1. So basically, you're replaying the the Myth Slayer rail with the high x cannon frag demolition cannon and nemesis minigun for no cost you get all three of those instead of like your choices Obviously, what you what go up again um i really like the
0: broad
2: it's got a good aesthetic look to it it's it's yeah. it's yeah. right up there with like the the bane blades and those kind of like big super heavy tanks like you know it's a good design uh last on our list uh for the heavies um this one is not a tank uh this is a rock heavy gunship uh yeah. it is an air unit it has a move of 16 Countermeasures active armor 10 damage 9 type aircraft special command center it has um everything yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um it has a missile battery it has a moving fire of four inches front rock uh, front arc, uh, range full is 36, range counter is 9, one shot, accuracy of 3 plus, energy 10, area limited 2. Then you have twin missile pods, those are a move fire of 8, front arc, 36 inch full, uh, full range, 9 inches counter, 2 shots, 3 plus ACC. Eight energy, it's penetrative. Then you have an uh anti-aircraft battery. That's also an eight inch move fire. Has an arc of front side rear, range of uh thirty-six for full, nine countered, shots two, three plus for the ACC. six energy, AA minus two. That's anti-A. Yeah, anti-air. Yeah. And then we have three minigun triads um these are a moving fire of eight inches one is front side left one is front side right the other one's front these also have a 36 inch range uh full they have a 12 inch range uh countered they have three shots each they have an acc of two plus e they have an energy of six they all have a focus of three
1: I that's really it li- i really like <laughs>
2: um for the points it better do a lot uh because that by itself, you could get three broadswords. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, for for the rock heavy gunship, um, you could get a hell of a lot of the gladius heavy tanks.
1: Yeah, but um, this does come with a lot of answers. It, it, yeah. it
2: does. It. Yeah. You know, no, I I'm not discounting it any. I'm just you know like th- the point cost. Like we go from thirty five to fifty five to fifty to eighty five to two hundred twenty. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, you know.
1: I'm, I'm not saying that it's a must-take, but it's definitely a must step one. Uh, you, I really don't see you ever.
0: Especially when you, it's considered a command center, so you could have a commander in there flying around with him. Yeah. Or a secondary right. commander, so.
1: And for the record, this is a non- version. It's yes. more uh, uh,
2: Yeah, I was actually going to point out that it's actually 30 points more than the Phoenix Command gunship. Yeah. Um, which, that only has two minigun triads, the anti-aircraft battery, battery, and one missile battery. So for 30 more points, you get one more minigun and uh, some months. really good missiles. Yeah. So uh, I would take this. So, yeah. so, so the grand scheme of, you know, oh, do I take the Rock? Uh, no, you take the Rock over the Phoenix because the Rock's going to do more for 30 points. It gave you give you the same effect as, you know, the Phoenix with the command center. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would say, performance-wise, based on points, though, I would say the winner of this category is that Gladius Heavy Tank.
1: Yeah, definitely. I have to agree with you on that. Uh, And I do like both versions of it, but it's going to come down to what you want to use it for. I suspect you're going to get more use out of the the articulated gun than you will out of the. Yeah. If you're going mortar. into something where you are going to need to take out the buildings, then obviously, yes, then the mortar becomes more important. But I actually suspect it probably have both types in an army. that this is something you're going to be buying both versions.
2: Unless, you're, unless there's a specific scenario or your specific intent is to destroy scenery, I, I don't see why you need to take a specific weapon to destroy scenery, just because, you know, some of these big guns, like a rail gun, they're going to be effective against scenery not as scenery specific but it's still going to it's still going to lay a hurt down
1: there are some oh. missions where destroying
0: yeah um i will say though we'll talk about it when we support units uh the longbow howits are a better scenery destruction weapon than the Scimitar or the gladius with its mortar so i would take the gladius as your anti tank vehicle weapon yeah. and then if you need to really do something like that 30 points, take a couple of longbow howitzers. Yeah. Uh,
1: they've got some really nice stuff here. Yeah, it's... They do. Yeah. There's not... It seems to be a common theme, but they don't really have a lot of bad options there, which is good because options are good. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say, though, just like the Phoenix, uh, that
2: rock-heavy gunship just looks really stupid cool.
0: Yeah. It's about yay ish big. Nice. About five, six inches in diameter with the wingspan. I, I will so, which say huge. I will say That's huge in a um, 10-mill game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's painted better than the command ship as well. It just it, it it's detail wise, it's the same model. One of them is painted a hundred times better than the other one. Because the other one looks kinda of dull. That they've they've yeah. clearly redone the other one when they released the um the rock. Cool. rules
2: so i will, I, I will tell up. you this right now if i were to paint one of these i would totally do it like an f4 phantom or or some of the migs where it's sky blue on the bottom and then yeah. camouflage on top yeah. so that you know if you're looking up at it it looks like sky if you're looking down on it it looks like round It yeah you know, just to make it visually harder to see i really yeah. like that idea right? i i i think that would be a really cool way to but on the other hand that would be really hella hard to pull off on something that small.
1: That's not that small. That's a good couple of inches. Yeah, Um, no, but
2: in comparison to doing, like, you know, a full-size jet... uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, good point, yeah. (laughs) Uh, George, can you hit the button for upcoming events? Tournament, demos, conventions, you know, that kind of stuff. So, first things first, the Drop Zone Commander Community Kit Bash competition is done. The Drop Fleet Commander Community mission writing competition is done. We was originally going to be talking about the entrance for the Drop Fleet Commander community entrance, but unfortunately, the person that shared them with us is currently asleep, and he forgot three of them, so we're not going to be talking about them today. Um, and look, we're not judges. It's not really our place to do it. Um, we, we were going to try and do it to engage with the community a bit, uh, but i I kind of felt that if we only talked about four of them and left three of them out, that it would make you like Nord and unfair. Um When we, I'm doing to straw. We're 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 great at being judgmental. I mean,
0: <laughs> very much so. <laughs> um,
1: when it all does become available, I might try and do a special episode and draw on the edge. Uh, but otherwise, moving on from there, Kings of War Victoria have a tournament coming up. Uh, it's being run on the fourth of June at Games Portal in Ringwood. Um, So this is a change of venue from where they would normally be. Uh, In the past, a lot of their tournaments have been at House of War. Um, Kings of War Victoria is a very strong and it's a very newbie-friendly community. Uh, My housemate's been to a couple of their tournaments now and really, really enjoyed himself. Uh, It's three 2,300-point rounds, and it's a $20 entry fee. Uh, All of the details are on the Kings of War Victoria Facebook page. There's an event there with the details on how to pay and get yourself booked. Um, please keep in mind that the Games Portal in Ringwood is a smaller store, so there will be less spaces available. Poldercon is getting very, very close at this stage. It's May first. Uh, Poldercon.nl. You book tables of up to four rounds for demos. Um, our friend Michelle is part of the organising committee. We have Donnie Brook, High Octane, Rumble Slam, Squad Leader, The Floating Temple. Kings of War Armada, Blood and Valour, Burrows and Badges, Black Seas, It's Me, Napoleon, and Open Combat. All available. Uh, there's some really big names there, and there's some very popular niche games. Budges, uh, Burrows and Badges is a name that you do see around quite a bit. Uh, I'd love to have a demo of that at some stage. It's supposed to be really fun. Uh, it's anthropomorphic animal. Uh, cost for a day ticket is 30 euro and if you're in the netherlands like there's no reason not to go there you really need to get
2: that car. also includes lunch too yes mm-hmm. it does so uh bruce can you do me a favor can you say it's me napoleon but with
1: a, a mario voice it's a me napoleon even though he's frank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> um amg's mini extravaganza so this is atomic mass games this is where they are going to show off Lots and lots of new stuff. Uh, it's coming up in June. Um, Major Socks, do you have any predictions?
0: So w- I forgot I to bring this. I, I Well, and I actually have a couple because I forgot to mention, within the last week and a half or so, AMG just released some new cards and specs for Star Wars Armada to allow cross-utilization of ships for the other factions. So I can see some stuff. If they're starting to do stuff like that for Armada... I would expect to possibly see some stuff on the horizon for Armada for sure. Well, Maybe given not the released response this year. Doing any yeah, so obviously they're not releasing anything this year, but here's stuff that we're looking for on the horizon, especially since they just released that stuff, because we can now use uh, the Venator, uh starship from Clone Wars as an Empire ship and, and some others back and forth. So that's. Um, What are you thinking of?
1: I do think we will get teasers for at least one Armada thing that will come next year. Yep. Because there's no way they could ignore the response they got on that. I also, well, we already know that we're going to get views of the Ewok. Yep. Um, And I have a feeling that we may actually get i half temp- I'm half tempted to say, looking at Boba Fett, uh, there's definitely characters there that haven't been in yet. I'm tempted to say I'd love to see a Rancor.
0: Yeah, that people are already making their own and their own stat cards for it, but I could see something like that.
1: Definitely would be in their wheelhouse to do one. It would be huge and expensive, yes. but how could you not want one on the table? They would make a mint. Especially if it had a saddle on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah, that's my predictions. Uh, my other prediction is that I will be sad and I will not get any gunk, but I probably will buy a box of Ewoks when they're in Cute little well, teddy bears. And, and I will paint them pink and I'll put little, <laughs> little love hearts and stuff on their bellies and make them care bears. No, I'm... Um, <sighs> Um, all right, World Model Expo is coming up from the 1st to the 3rd of July. Uh, tickets are on sale. Uh, it takes place at the NH Eidhoven Conference Centre in Koenigshof, uh which is in Veldhoven in the Netherlands, uh, www w m e 20.com And finally, tickets are sale for ChenCon, August 4th till 7th. If you're anywhere vaguely in that area of the world, you need to make me jealous and go.
0: I would love to go again.
1: I'm sure you would. So would I. George, be <laughs> our social stuff.
2: Uh you can find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash game table. Whatever support you can provide for us is greatly appreciated and helps keep storage going and us doing things. You can, also, of course, find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash getting This is where you're going to see 99% of the stuff we post and talk about. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash getting This is where you're going to see unboxings, um, all the other stuff, uh, the... Um, um, What's the big thing you've been doing? I can't think of what it's called with uh Bushido and Brother Bear. The um Uh,
1: welcome to the Jouar It's a tactics video about the different factions in the game.
2: Yeah, you'll you'll find that on uh the YouTube channel. You should go check it out. If you want to ask us questions, have anything you want us to talk about or questions, please feel free to email us at gettingtabled at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are both at gettingtabled. We have a website, gettingtabled.weebly.com. And then Bruce has a Twitch channel where he makes fun of himself and does a really poor job of playing games, from what I've heard. It is twitch.tv slash Jason the Bruce. <laughs> uh, twitch.tv slash Jason the Bruce. Um. And, and that's the end of the list.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you very much, George. Thank you very much, Commander Socks. Not in the Navy.
2: Yeah, that's that's not a rank. You, you can own retain. boats.
1: You must be in the Navy. Oh, okay. You've got a whole <laughs> fleet there,
2: Admiral. Fair enough. You, you know what rank needs to come back? Commodore.
0: Yes, that would be an awesome rank to that, come back. That's a great rank name right there. <laughs>
1: Why don't they have a Commodore anymore?
0: That's Royal Navy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, and as
2: soon as we said. We uh we stopped acting and talking and doing the things the way they did things. That's why we spell gray with an A and seven E. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: and lots of other yeah.
2: George, do the thing. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Listening to getting Tape. Music used in this podcast was created
2: by Eric Mata at Sound Play more guy.